Should we do the intro then? Yep. What I'm going to kick this one off because you did last time. Go for so, it. I'm Lee Hogarth. This is Mr. Phil Highland. Hopefully that's saying it the same way around. Like you said, I'm from up north. I'm from Newcastle. Um, he's from down south. He's from London. We are very, 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 we are very different, but we are very, very similar and very, very alike also. Um, and we're on here to talk a little bit about mental health, talk about the situation, shed a bit of laughter, a bit of joy, a bit of fun, um, and keep you guys entertained, basically. Would you say that's what we got to do? That's exactly what I would say, mate. The whole reason that we've started these podcasts, if that's what you want to call it, is because we talk on the phone quite a lot, um, and every time we end up talking either something that's really quite valuable knowledge or just talking a load of shit, quite frankly, which always ends up being quite funny. So we thought, let's yeah. record it, and here we are. It's a good little stage shifter. We always feel good when we come off it, don't we? Yeah, we always feel like, um, like we've kind of, yeah, now we feel a bit better. We feel simply yeah. the best, Lee, right? Simply the best. <laughs> never do that again. Coming from the, simply the best and man with a tan. That's it, yeah. What more do you want, mate? What there more you to get you through this weird period of, apocalyptic in the UK than some couple of weirdos, really. Why not? Weirdos know a very large amount about some very interesting stuff, I will add. I will add that too. Mm. That's why we Although, here. I'm going to tell you briefly the kind of person I am. I'm super intelligent, but I'm probably the thickest, dumbest, stupidest person you'll ever meet. Would you agree? I would completely agree. With that, <laughs> nothing wrong about that statement in the slightest. There's nothing wrong at all. Uh, do you know who else is like this? Joey Essex. He's not actually stupid. I'm, mm, I might, might debate that, mate. No, I've seen him. I've seen him like acting normal. Not in real life or anything. I haven't tossed him off and out. But <laughs> he's, in real life, is I've seen him in you know Slebs go in. He's not stupid at all on there. So you're basing you're basing your opinion of Joey Essex on his performance on Celebs Go Dating. No, he actually said it though on there as well. He said he's looking for an intellectual person who's very uh, smart. He said, ah, uh, so <laughs> hang, hang on. If he went with Joey Essex, hold on a second. He's on Celebs Go Dating and he says, Look, everyone, I'm actually really intellectual. And then you look up north go, he's actually really clever. He said it on Celebs Go Dating, <laughs> so he must be clever. I see what you've done. You're right. Let's take no. it all back. Next week, he'll be on QI. <laughs> he come clean and he said, he went like, um, he said something like, I'm not the Joy Essex everybody thinks I am. Like, he says I'm actually really clever. Joy Essex is a persona. How many times have you heard Famous people or not famous people who are a bit who are a bit ditzy, a bit, you know, they give it the whole, oh, I don't know anything. And they say, actually, I'm really clever. They are not, it's not what people think. They always <laughs> that's some point of me. <laughs> In fact, you just yes, you just said it. That's how it started. <laughs> oh my god. I just I, I just need this uh, celebrity. Bit to come in between. Go, bath, go dating. <laughs> it's a great idea. Let's let's uh, oh. set up the podcast and just set up our own dating show. Speaking of shows, right? I come up with a good show today. I went to. Everyone, listen. Hang on, everyone. <laughs> Sit back and listen. Get a cup of tea because this what's going to come out of his mouth now is going to be a gem. <laughs> it is. Oh, but I also, I want to give a quick little shout out here. You know the person who I'm going to shout out, so it's all cool. I went to. I took my missus to a little. Surprise date, yeah. It's not a big date, but it was a nice date. Time out for ourselves today. And we went to the Owland Swan coffee shop. Now, if you're from Newcastle area, we went there and it's um, Luke, Luke John Harrison's coffee shop. And it was fucking brilliant. Really nice atmosphere. It was really good. And we started chatting to the woman next to us. Um, and we're talking about kids these days and, and, and how they are. And you, you can't just let them go wandering the streets and stuff like like back when we used to just knock around. Like I used to go out at 8 a.m. and come back 10 10 p.m. And my ma wouldn't see us the entire day. We was talking about how that can't happen. And, and I, I mentioned, and, and what I said, kids now, like, they need to have a bit of a taste of the life that we had. Like, they haven't got the 
what's the word? So they haven't knocked around the streets. They haven't. Yeah, on your BMX. So yeah. they're all like stuck on the computers and stuff like that. So they haven't got experience. So they don't. They can't. They haven't got as much imagination. They haven't got as much um, creative memory or or create shit. You know what I mean? They haven't got that. So what I said anyway was we should have. Do you know Bad Lads Army? Yeah. That old show. Yeah. Similar to that, but what we should have is get kids, naughty kids, and take them back in time. So up here we'll have a, a museum called Beamish. Have you heard of it? No. So Beamish Museum is basically a full town, right? And it's set in like 1940s, 30s, 40s, 20s, uh, something like that. Birmingham as well. They all walk around and they've got like um, hair nets on and pennies. They've got coal fire. The yeah. whole thing is exactly how it used to be. Um, we should get a TV show where we get kids, put them back in time, and make them live how they used to have to live. Not how we live, but older. So like how our parents lived, mm. where there was like you, your 12 brothers would all get in the same fucking bath. Do yeah. you know what I mean? Like sitting in front of a fire, coal fire, like doing all that shit. And I think that would be a good, do you know, just to show kids how well they've got it these days and a good, and, and like education for them. And what will happen is like the people who quit, obviously are shade, and the people who stick it to the end are like the fucking, the win something, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like a win piece of money. Right into um, Channel 4. What would you call it? Yeah, I haven't thought that far ahead. Kids, kids these days. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> These yeah. days, coming to a channel near you. Something with aging. What would you call it? I don't know. I haven't thought that far ahead. I'd probably call <laughs> it like, um, I don't know. I, don't, I honestly don't know, if I'm honest. But I'm sure there's a good name out there. Right. <laughs> Anyhow, that's that. So, what's going on then? Should we move on? Yeah, move on. Move on, Edge. Weird situation right now, isn't it? This is what we were it's talking true. about the other day. The whole situation, we can't really not talk about it. And I think this uh, podcast, episode number two, in case you haven't realised that already, um, is coming at you from the midst of this weird, apocalyptic, no one knows what's going on outside. The shops are bizarrely bare. No one's going into town. Everyone's leaving because of this whole virus that's kicking about. Um, and it's gone nuts, mate, isn't it? It's gone nuts. I, I, did, I didn't notice. Didn't you? Because <laughs> you've been in the tent. You want to get your no, eyes, mate. No, yeah, yeah. No, but do, do you know what I said to somebody today, actually? I, I put something on my story and, and somebody messaged back. And, and what I said to them was, all of this is all going on and everybody's living in the predicted future. Like, and we're on about news. I was like, if I want to know the news, I just I just leave my house and I'll get to find out the news. I'll get to find out the current state of affairs. I don't need to go on the news to say that the whole planet's on lockdown. If I go outside and there's no cunt there, everyone's on lockdown. Yeah. Like, do you know, you, you can just go about your own day and, and know what is occurring. Yeah. And I, do, do I don't have to watch the news to know all of this shit. Do you not think that by... And this isn't bad. This isn't saying watching the news is bad or anything like that. We're not going to get into that debate. But what, what I think is that people spend too much time absorbing information from various BBC, Sky, CNN, all these news websites, right? And they get all these things. And what happens? You, you click and there's another link. There's a link there that takes you to another story, another link. And then basically it all ends in you're going to die. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's doom and gloom, doom and gloom, doom and most of the time. And I think yeah. people are just getting obsessed. What's got, let's have another update. Let's have another update. Let's have another update. And all their energy, we've only got a limited amount of brain space. This is going a bit deep already, but yeah. let's go with it, right? You've only got a limited amount of brain space, haven't you? And attention that you can put on things. And if you're putting all of your, or a lot, a large percentage of your attention and awareness and focus onto your, this, these these websites that are filling you with just like oh yeah so many people have now died it's spreading we're all going to get it stay inside your house it's just gonna your energy is 
going into this negativeness and you get more of it because what you put yeah. energy into grows, right? I, I think it's actually right now, just thinking just as we're rolling, just what thoughts are coming to my head is I actually think it's turning into an addiction mm. for some people. I really do. So we have this social media addiction when we have that um, depression, there's, there's a title for it. Oh, this depression where everyone's on social media and all this stuff, okay, yeah. like in technology and things. I actually think, right, here's my prediction for for the future is is there's is actually going to be a medical termed depression mm. based around the coronavirus. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like you yeah. to, like do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, definitely. People because the, the way it's heading, the way everybody, like you say, is utterly consumed by it the amount of posts the, the oh, stuff no. that i go on the, the, yeah. the stuff that i go on on my facebook i look for positive shit me i don't yeah. just jump on and scroll i go into that search bar and i look for the things that i want to look for right so a lot of if i do generally scroll a lot of funny videos comes on like music that i like like topics that i like adverts that are around stuff i like but now Despite that, if I scroll, there might be one positive post and about 10 negative above and 10 negative below. Yeah. And they're all about the coronavirus. Nuts, isn't it? Or people's situations. Nuts. I, I think, and we had this chat the other day, I know we did. I think that people should adopt this kind of, um, this little strategy when it comes to learning about it, right? Pick your favorite news channel, where you like to get your info from, like say BBC News, for example, um, three times, what are you laughing at? Yuji's News. Who? Pornhub News. <laughs> that one you can go on as many times as you want, but you just might go blind. Um, uh, nine in the morning, lunchtime, time eight, seven o'clock at night, give yourself 10, 15 minutes, say, right, I'm gonna go on, check the news three times a day, 10 minutes, well, I've learned what's going on, just so you stay aware, and that's it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Do, Rather, do you know what it is? I actually think there's a time, though. Isn't there a time where Boris Johnson, every day, or one of his men, his little apostles, is doing, a, um, <laughs> is doing an update on the news? I bet maybe so there is. I would even just say, just find out the end of the day update, so yeah. that you know what you're going into tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so. Because... But you don't need to know what's happening for it's they're all like working on a daily basis so you don't even have to know what's happening for the rest of the day because yeah. it, it's going to happen tomorrow so just just find out on the night time what's going to happen tomorrow so you know what to do so like if they say for instance right you're not allowed to open a, a food business and it's shut down have a look in the night time oh okay i'm not going in because i've got to shut down my food business mm. or i'm not going to go to mcdonald's because they're all shut like just look on a night time. If even if you're looking through the day, it's like building up that pressure and stress across the course of the day. I think. Well, it's just adding as well. Adding. Yeah, the, adding, the, yeah. It's compounding, the, isn't it? Yeah, compounding. Tiny little thing. It's only a story. It's only it's only a, a bad headline. But your your brain is absorbing that, and that's one lovely little notch. And the compound effect. They add up. They add up. They add up. By the time you go to bed, you're this fucking wreck of you know ball of worry. just like worry and anxiousness and stressed outness you know which and, and when when you're in that situation everyone who's watching this will understand this when you're yeah. stressed out when you're feeling anxious when you're feeling overwhelmed you lose clarity it's like you're swimming in a bog and you, you can't make good decisions do you know what i mean you lose sleep which means your energy drops um, and you start, and then all these other little shitty areas that, that aren't going quite maybe so right in your life that normally are just a little um, molehill, all of a sudden become mountains. Yeah. So, because yeah. you've got you put yourself into this state that's very unresourceful, very unhandy. You know, it's not a good place to be, and you've created it. It's a bit, it's a bit like a, you're creating your own nightmare because half of it isn't even true anyway. No. You're living it like. But a what lot of people are living in a dreamland. Yeah, and you said that at the beginning. People are living, looking, in, living in the future. Yeah. It's not based on. It's not even true. Not even no, no. It hasn't even happened. It's it hasn't not even happened yet, and that's why these sort of stats, like so and so million could die, or whatever, whatever it is. Don't mm -hmm. quote me, right? So and so thing could die. Well, that's just a prediction. You know what I mean? It's just some guy, and all right, it was. It's going to be made by some professor who's been to wherever. 
yeah. but it's still just a prediction and what what's gonna what is how's that gonna make you behave or act any differently knowing that x amount of people are gonna die right you might argue well we're gonna take it more seriously but mm -hmm. i think everyone's taking it pretty seriously as it is we all know it's quite serious now yeah yeah so we don't need these more future-based stats it's more about like you know what well, here's what to do right now I think even like what you say there about the make and the prediction, like if if making these predictions, which isn't reality right now, is actually false. Like if you actually rip it down to its roots, it isn't true. The the say the country is or London's going to go on lockdown, possibly. Is it on lockdown right now? Is it fuck? So it's not, it's not true. It's not true, right? So if you're making these predictions of something that's bad, which is not true, you're way better off, if anything, making predictions of, of actually everything going perfectly fine. Yeah. Because yeah. that's going to serve you better than creating situations that's like that, or a negative perspective that's going to, it's not going to serve you at all. If, and this like, if I was to make a prediction that, oh, London's, like, for instance, just flip them on the head. I'm going to make a prediction that London's not going to go on lockdown. I'm going to make a prediction that not 100,000 people are going to die tomorrow, that only 50 people are going to die tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. Or I'm going to make a prediction that 100,000 people get better tomorrow. And this isn't, this isn't to say that these predictions might not come true, right? We're not, we're oh, not, yeah. we're not, yeah. we're not just saying, oh, bollocks, all these people that are coming out with these things, now it's rubbish, don't listen to them. That's yeah. not what we're saying and what, what, what I think you're saying, or I'm certainly not saying that at all. But when you hear a stat like X amount of, let's say the other way around, you know, and you hear it, you hear it like you say, a decent one, all of a sudden you start thinking, oh, good. And you think good yeah. things. And then you start to feel good things. And, and you start to see good things. Because how you feel affects how you behave, which affects the results that you get. Yeah. Right? And that's, that's the same thing. That yeah. same circle. So think, uh, think, feel, act. Think, feel, act. Yeah. Think, feel, act. Think. It's that. Nice nice. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's, it's, and that's the same with so many areas. Like me and you both work in the whole field of just making people feel good in one, blur, yeah. in one way or the other, physically, mentally, emotionally, whatever it is. And... That whole, um, uh, what we just, just spoke about there, that circle. Uh, yeah, think, feel, yeah, act, yeah. If you think that you're never going to lose weight, I'm going to be, I'm, you know, I'm going to be fat forever. I'm never going to get into my genes. Then you're going to behave like a person who will never lose weight. You know? That's you something great I heard. You change your results. Something great I heard the other day. What was it on? I think it was on Aunt Middleton's podcast, right? And... This woman said, I wish I was as fat now as I was when I first thought I was fat. Right? Now, I didn't get it at first, but when you think about it, so say she was, say originally she's 10 stone. She's now put on a bit of weight. She's 10 and a half stone. She's like, oh shit, I'm fat now. But then she starts this diet, she puts on a bit more weight, then does this diet and starts and stops and starts and stops. And now she's 12, 12 stone. She's like, I wish I was just 10 and a half stone. Do you know what I mean? People who, when you first think you're fat, you're never really actually fat, are you? No. Like when you, you, you just get a little bit like... And if you can keep that at bay, you're good. Yeah, I'd, say 90, I'd say 99% of people who think they are a certain way are not the way they think. Yeah. Probably yeah. They actually look okay. Yeah. And then what they do is they're like, I'm going to have to fix this. So they go on a crash diet. Mm. Then they mess it up because it's way too hard. It's unsustainable. So then they end up eating double the fucking amount. Then they end up heavier than they started. Oh, lights out, all out. And they end up heavier than they started. And then they repeat that process. Someone's must have swiped, right? <laughs> and repeat that process. Leave that for now. And, and they end up getting bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. Yeah. And, and, and this woman was at the point where she was like, do you know what it is? I started this journey to get slimmer. Now I'm fatter than I've ever been. I wish I was just as fat as I was when I first thought about it. Yeah. Which was like, say, 10 off stolen in this example. Yeah. I know. It's nuts. So I thought that was a good, uh, I was like, Ooh. Yeah, it's very interesting. It's very interesting, things like that. And it's, um, um, yeah, just going back to that whole, 
you know, thought process because it, it does affect everything and people don't realize that how you think and what you fill your head with act, uh, affects the results that they get. You know what I mean? You're right there. What are you doing? I'm trying to get this bloody light on. <laughs> You're a bit pasty now. I, I banged the table and it's gone off. Cheap, mate. Cheap. You should have got one like mine. Twelve pound on Amazon. Makes me look like I'm in Bali. Oh, don't leave! Don't leave me on my own. There he is. Late. Late, oh, Miss Maximus. Oh, it's a bit of a weird one, that, isn't it? Yeah. Carry half on. time, half weight. Yeah, that's a bit weird. That is like um, <laughs> look like a fan of the opera. Not in a good way. Yeah, that'll do. That'll do. No one cares. That'll do. No one cares if I'm in the dark. No, exactly. But yeah, it's interesting, isn't it? How you think affects how you behave, how you behave affects your results. And you can very easily work that the other way around. And you start filling, me and you, you, me and you both know about this, you start filling your head with good stuff, you know, and, and interesting stuff. And dare I say the word, happy stuff. Ooh, don't say the word happy, it's not very manly. You know what I mean? <laughs> you just start feeling better then. And when you're feeling better, you act differently and when you act yeah. differently you start to get more of what you want as opposed yeah. to it's like when people constantly say oh, i'm so clumsy i'm so clumsy i'm so clumsy oh shit look i've dropped another cup of tea all over the place see i am clumsy self they go on keeping up appearances yeah no i don't really know what that means oh yeah what the program yeah the program yeah. But it was next door just yeah. like that with a cup of tea oh, yeah, that, was <laughs> <laughs> that was a great program that's it's what I'm doing Onslow, isn't it? Onslow. I'm Onslow. But that's the thing as well. And it's an example as well as like with the car situation. So you want a car mm. and, and all of a sudden you start seeing all those cars on the road. Mm. It works exactly the same as that. Like I want a discovery. Mm. Discoveries have always been driving around the road. Mm. Now I see a hell of a lot of them. They've always been there. It's just because I'm focused on... And I think about them more often, so I, I, I see them, I see more of them. Everyone watching this, right, all, all three of them, three, was to shut their eyes right now and think of nothing but a pasty bald man. Pasty bald man, pasty bald man, pasty bald man. You open your eyes, who are you going to look at first? Me. Because yeah. you get more of what you think about, right? And that isn't to say that if I go to bed and think about a bloody, you know, Audi RS6, I'm going to wake up and just get one. Yeah, Christ's gone bright, isn't it? Jesus. You have, to, you have to do the work. But in thinking, in thinking and feeling as though you're that person and thinking of something that you want, you're going to start behaving in a way that is more likely to get, let you have it. Do you know? Yeah, yeah. Change your business, go and earn more money, save more, whatever it is. Um, yeah. Putting those actions, like it's, it's, it's having that and then putting those actions into practice, isn't it? That's it, 100%. So, so like, you, you, you'll see more opportunities. So if, if I want, we'll go back, I want discovery. Imagine I've got the money. Like, I can sit in my room and sit here and think, I want discovery, I want discovery. None's going to turn up and, and, and there's not just one going to park up, someone's going to knock on the door and say, by any chance, are you looking for a discovery? That, that, do you know what I mean? That isn't going to happen. But if I'm looking for one and I'm driving along, I'm looking for one. Oh, there's one in the car lot. How much is that? Oh, that fits my budget. Turn around. But if I wasn't looking for a discovery, I would just drive past that garage mm. and not even notice it. Mm. It goes to show the what we're trying to say, I think, to anyone who's got a bit lost, is that, that what you focus on, what you think about, what you put your attention on, you start to get more of in a roundabout way, you know? And I think that's a good lesson, isn't it, for anyone um, to just switch, just have, be aware of how you're thinking and of how you, what you think about and what you give, put your attention on, you know? Because it's very easy to say, I'm never going to have any money. I'm always going to be broke. And then you're going to start acting like a broke person. And then, you get the, get, yeah, then you'll get the results of a broke person, you know? Um, exactly. And, and that's... With this coronavirus situation, keep going. If, one thing, mate. One thing. Sort that out. Is that better? Oh, look, even. Oh, it's a bit weird, isn't it? That Jesus. <laughs> Tell you what, there's nothing like a real professional. <laughs> oh, there he is. Woo! God, look at that. How weird is that? Open my. That was like I opened my curtains, and you got light. <laughs> you got yeah, light. and when my light went off, yours got brighter. <laughs> See. Thinking of, it's attention, mate. We're putting energy into the lights. 
Holy shit, that's like real life action. Amazing. Yeah, go on. Virus. I, it's, it's just like if, if you're constantly on your phone and you're looking for this coronavirus stuff, you're going to see more of it. If you're looking at negative shit about it, you're going to see more of it. Yeah. If you look for positive stuff, you're going to see more of it. It's mm. as simple as that. Yeah. Um, what's, what's your thoughts on what's going to happen? What do you think is going to happen in the future for, for where we're at now? What um, do you think is going to happen? I think... Um, I can't tell what's going to happen with the actual the actual virus and spreading. Uh, you know, I haven't got a clue about that, if I'm completely honest. But what I do think is going to happen is there's going to be a hell, hell of a lot of positives that are going to come out of this. A hell of a lot yeah. of positives. I think right now, it's very easy for people to think, oh, shit, I've got no money, finances, losing my job, this, that, and the other. We both, we both run a business, right? And it is yeah. tough. Yeah, we've been hit. We've, we've seen it's, it's hit us, and we're having to make changes and adapt change of course yeah but i think it's going to create a hell of a lot of positives for a lot of people one sort of on a bit of a tangent i was thinking the other day i now have not had to get the train every morning into central london right yeah. um and i love it I, i've said for a long time i'm not a great fan of going into town every day i don't really like the trains I certainly don't like using tubes when I need to in, in London, right? Um, and I haven't been doing it. And it's made me realise that actually that does make a big difference to how I feel on a day-to-day -day basis, you know what I mean? Yeah. So for me, it's like, right, you know what? I like that a lot. So I'm going to try now and engineer my life so I don't have to go into town as much, you know? Yeah. And yeah. I think a lot of people, I think there's a lot of people, particularly around here, maybe where you are in the cities and that that are around, who are starting to think, God, you know what? I'm so much more relaxed not having yeah. to travel in the morning, you know? And when you were traveling all the time on the tube, you didn't know that there was better until now you've experienced it. All of a sudden you think, and I think a lot, of, I know there are people maybe watching this that will say, yeah, but I, I, I like being in the office because I know people get a bit, you know, cabin fever at home. But I do think there's going to be a lot of people that are, that are like, you know what? I've realized that trains just fucking stress me out. Yeah. Um, and also I think, I think there'll be businesses that actually now realize, um, this is just my, me speculating about it, right? But I think there will be businesses that are thinking, hold on, a business isn't falling apart. You know, we can continue running with staff working at home. You know what I mean? I think yeah. we're actually, it's, we have a lot of- We have some people to learn a different way, isn't it? The same for me and, and with my PT business, like. It's forcing me to act in a different way. It's forcing me to go online. It's forcing me to learn about online stuff. It's, it's, it's given me a lot of leverage to do it. It's something I actually say, wanted to do. I was just going to use that word. It's creating for a lot of people massive amounts of leverage. Yeah. You know, like, right, you know what? I have to change business now. Otherwise, I can't pay my mortgage. Yeah, yeah I'll get mortgage holidays, but I'm not going to have any money. So you can either, two types of people in there, there'll be people that roll over and cry about it. And so, oh God, yeah, it's so hard, it's so hard, it's so hard. Negative energy, blah, 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 you yeah. know? Or there's the people that, that yeah, okay, we're gonna <coughs> it is shit, it's not, it's a bad situation, bad times. But what can I do to get me out of this hole? How yeah. can I survive? How can I overcome everything that's going on right now? Um, and, and take positives from it, learn lessons, you know? Yeah. I, I listened to a video from Paul Maud, our like, coach that we worked with for a lot of years, um, and, and he, he said it really good, and he used to say it back in the programs, was, if not now, when? Like, now, now, now was the time. And, yeah. and there's a lot of people, like, which I, I really do emphasize with, empathize with, sorry, um, who've lost the job. It's, for me, I've just taken a bit of a ban. I haven't, I haven't been knocked to the floor, but I've been, I've had a good crack. Um, but a lot of people have actually lost the jobs, yeah. like terminated the contracts, and and that's horrible, right? Yeah. But at the same time, we need to rather than focus on that we've lost the job, think I've lost this, but what can I gain from this? Like what you're saying, like a bit of a perspective. What what good can come of this? And and this could be prime opportunity for people to start their dream career start their dream business, move into a different line of work, go from, if, if they were stacking shelves and they didn't enjoy that, go from that to starting their own PT business maybe. 
mm. or going from a PT business and that they hate and thinking, sure it is, I'd rather sit in and work in a checkout to go to work on a checkout. It's mm. it's an opportunity to, for people to have a clean slate and start again. Yeah, and especially, and there's a lot of people out there like this who often say, I would love to be that, or I would love to do that, you know, or yeah. I wish yeah. I could. Well, now is that maybe is that time to just yeah. try it out. Even if you're on self-isolation and it's something that can't happen now, it's perfect time to get this, this magical thing that's been around for a long time called a pen and this mad stuff made out of trees. What do they do? And, and write it, plan it shit right now. Plan it. Yeah. Plan it. And then when time comes, you're ready to go. Yeah. You're ready to rock. Mm. Utilize the time that we have right now to create a better life for ourselves. Mm. I couldn't agree more, mate. I couldn't agree more. And also, no one knows how long this thing's gonna go on for. No. Right? We could be stuck, we could be, not stuck, but we could be um, in this predicament for, for month, like two, three, four, five months. I heard someone, what was someone yeah, saying? You never know. Go on, sorry, go on. No, go on, carry on. You never know, right? This could actually take us, so we're going down this little route here, right? This is where we were going. We're off course, we're going down this route right now. Everybody's making changes. Everyone's making adaptions to business, to day-to-day -day life, to how we move, to how we act and feel and all this stuff. You never know, we might just continue on this track and we might end up, like, people may end up just all working. Well, miles, yeah. Like, you never know. It may never go back to what, like, a lot of people are like, I can't wait for everything to go back to normal. Listen, here's reality. It may never go back make, to normal. Yeah, make, make this normal. Make this yeah. normal instead. Yeah. You know, if you prefer yeah. it as it is now, make this more normal. Or yeah. make, norm, make this your normal at the end of the day. Now, I know, mate, you're probably the same. This five, six years ago. If I was listening to some weirdo from the north and a weirdo from the south, saying, hey, make this your normal. We'd be like, oh, come on, mate. I need to earn money. Be real. You know what I mean? But there's no, right, why not? Yeah, exactly. I, mean? I, I just imagine you were a sweatband and some sweat cuffs and going, make this your normal. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. Hey, man, make this your normal. Yeah, let's just put flowers in our hair. hair. No, but, but that's it. That, that's perfectly right, though. And we're, we're not coming at it. We're not coming at, at you lot out there, whoever's even, if anyone is watching this. And at, at, from the position of, you know, we fucking go and party on yachts at the weekends. We've got 10 cars outside and massive mansions. And we're saying, hey, it's easy for you. You know, just be like us. And you'll watch it and go, well, you've got millions of pounds. We're not those people, are we? No. We're just normal guys in our 30s, early 30s, late 30s for him. Um, who run a business helping people um, uh, and have, have created a mindset, a state of mind that happens to be quite positive. I'll use the word positive because I can't think of a better word, but resourceful. You know, a mindset that doesn't really get snowed under so much very easily yeah. or, or overwhelmed or stressed and can see, right? I'm saying this as a normal 38-year-old guy who goes fishing and drinks beer and likes partying and whatever else. But we've got minds now that can see the other opportunities. Yeah. Doesn't mean we always take them. It doesn't mean we're as proactive as maybe you think we are. But rather than thinking, oh, I can't wait for it to go back to normal, this is shit. We see the opportunities. Yeah. We've just got a different pair of glasses on. It's a different, different, different pair of glasses, different filters yeah. to some other people. Doesn't mean we're some we've got some kind of like fucking superpowers. Yeah. It just and means sometimes we see stress and worry, we see. Okay, let's stay calm. We work out how to stay calm. And then- Sometimes we don't have those glasses on. No. Sometimes I'm a stressed mess. Same Sometimes here. I'm anxious. Yeah. Sometimes I'm sad. Sometimes I'm unhappy, depressed. Yeah. But I show up, find me glasses, and I pick myself back in, in the right yeah, place. Yeah, that's exactly right. That's yeah. exactly right. And, and, and anyone that watches this and thinks it's all right for you two, yeah. <laughs> it's different for you, different for me, it's not different. We're all the same. And any coach, guru, mentor, whatever, who tells you or gives you the impression that they never have bad days or you know, anxiety creeping in and stress and bad sleep sometimes, if they tell you they don't, well, they're talking bollocks, really, aren't they? Yeah, it's, it's the, the only, we're all human. We're all supposed to feel these different emotions. Yeah. 
we're, we're, that's that's we're, we're emotional beings and um, we feel how we react to the how we react to the emotions yeah. is, is just different at all and and it was it's through training though right it's through training if we didn't do this training we wouldn't be acting um or reacting to these emotions i was a very different person mate i know you were as well 10 give, give everyone a brief insight to phil five years ago yeah so five five years we'll go back a little bit further maybe maybe eight years ago um the early well the late 20s uh late 20s early 30s and even before then so this is leading up to then uh i was very didn't have much self-confidence I had, I felt the feelings of anxiety quite a lot. So I was a bit of a worrier. I, I had this massive inferiority complex. I'm only like five foot six. So, cause I'm quite sure I'm, I'm <laughs> I actually am small. Are you laughing then? <laughs> you told your, your missus told me the other day that you thought you were five nine. No. There's five, no seven. way you're five nine. <clears throat> I'm five seven. <clears throat> anyway, so I had this real inferiority. You're definitely not five six. Um, <laughs> massive inferiority complex thought everyone else could do it and I can't everyone's better than me I won't be able to have this business I won't be able to do that I, you know blah 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 confidence was, was very very low um, and the, the main reason for that looking back now was because I didn't really know where I was going you know back in the day um, and this is well this is going back a long time now went travelling did uni did all of that I'm going off on one now, but you've asked the questions. So I'm going to carry on. Keep um, going, bro. I'm listening. All of that. I came back to this country after this traveling brilliant adventure, which was great. Didn't have a job and I didn't have any idea what I wanted to do. You know, like no idea whatsoever. So I did a few crappy jobs that were just, I couldn't, couldn't do as horrible. And then one day just decided I'm going to work in a gym. So I did level two and all that. And then from that point on, this was early 20s. This is a long time ago. But from that point, things started to get a bit better. Because I was like, right, I'm in the gym. Great job, brilliant job. I loved it. Only a gym instructor, low pay. But I loved it. Messing around with everyone and, you know, it was good fun. But then it starts to go like this, doesn't it? Then I start PTing. Did this. It was good for a bit. And then life creeps in, doesn't it? You know, you, you break up with girlfriends. Um, you, your rent goes up. Or, you, you know, you, you, you crash a car. Whatever it is. And it's these events that would, would send me under quite bad. And I would start. Yeah, the dips. Yeah. But I couldn't handle them. Do you know how you say you find your glasses and you put the filter on pretty quickly? My filter was just like, everyone's laughing at me. Everyone's judging me. I'm, I'm, I can't do it. I can't do it. I've not got enough money. I should be somewhere else in my life by now. That's a good yeah. one. And I know loads of people think that, right? Yeah. But now I should have had a farmhouse and a gym and loads of kids and a, a missus and loads of dogs, you know. Um, but then got into the world of, ooh, such for hippies self-help and changing the way you think you know and you know started meditating started journaling got involved with some quality coaches who that's how we met um and then when these blips happen yeah you, you get under it a bit don't you but actually very quickly i can now put the filter on and see see them differently see them as yeah. a, an opportunity see them as lessons see them as you know what that's what's happened this is where i'm at right now in life that's all that matters and now let's have a bit of a plan what can I do next to overcome it? What What would you say the first stage is? So you're in this, you're in this blip, you're in this this fall. Yeah. Something's happened. You you crashed a car or, or your girlfriend's left you. You're right down. You're at the bottom of this pit. You're in this hole. Mm. What would you say the first thing that you need to do is to get out of that hole? Um, me and you may have different ideas on this, but I think first yeah. of all, and this isn't right in that situation. You crashed your car. You can't really do this. But I think first of all, definitely exercise start exercising and get a routine okay i think have a routine with your day what about mentally mentally mindset wise what what's the first mindset shift that you think you'd have to me um i would learn i would teach myself i would teach anyone that you can control how you feel at any point i think you can you can you can you are in control of your emotions and how you feel right yeah. um i think everyone should start meditating I think everyone should journal. You look like you've got a very different answer or you're waiting for me to give you an answer. No, no, I'm listening. I'm, I'm listening. I'm listening. <laughs> I do have a different answer, but I'm listening. I'm, I'm, I, think, I'm, I, think, I want to hear your answer. Yes. Okay. So first of all, if we, we let's say you're in a, in a, you're sat at home and you, you're in this, the grip of anxiety has just gripped you. And all you're doing, you've got that churning cement mixer of a stomach. 
you're feeling a bit shaky and you've got no fucking idea why, and you're saying to yourself, why do I feel like this? The first thing I would do then is change my physical state, right? I would do some exercise, yeah. 100%. And something that I do, I still do it now, I just do 100 press-ups as quick as I can, right? Yeah. Not all in one go, I have to break them up. But you know, and I do that, and after that, without fail, I feel different, straight away. Yeah. Chest is burning, so, tries to turn. Step one, so step step one, one change your state. Straight step two. Step, uh, so that's, a, that's, a, that's a, um, an instant changer, right? So instantly you'll feel different, okay? Yeah. Um, but it's not a particularly long-term strategy. You can't just keep doing that all the time when you feel anxious or whatever, I don't think. Step two, implement some kind of routine or schedule into your week that is gonna start changing what's going on in your mind, in your brain, right? Um, the first thing is just simply, as simple as having a routine, particularly a morning routine, right? So you get up in the morning, let's say you're, back in the day, I, I remember I'd wake up every morning for about a millisecond. I was like, I'm not thinking about anything. This is brilliant. My stomach's not churning. My head's all good. Oh, fuck, I've thought about it. Now there's those feelings of anxiety again. Yeah. You know what I mean? And yeah. Um, and then I'd lie in bed. Maybe I used to start sweating, get like, oh, oh, I don't really know why I'm worrying. So get up, get out of bed. This is what I do at the moment. My alarm goes off, I get out of bed, I go straight into the shower. I have my normal shower now, and then I whack it on cold at the end. And I stay in cold for about a minute, okay? Um, back, at, I used to, when I got into the habit of this, and I would recommend this to anyone who is waking up and instantly feeling not too good, Alarm, no snooze, get out of bed, get in the shower, turn it on cold and turn it on. <gasps> and that's, that, the, that's a big one, the no snooze, isn't it? Yeah, get straight out of bed. Because here's the thing as well, man, this is something I learned ages ago, is if you say to yourself before you go to bed, right, I'm going to get up at um, half six. You say, All right, I'll get up at half six, set my alarm at half six. You wake up, half six, alarm goes off, snooze, snooze, snooze. And you actually get up at seven straight away you've kind of failed you know what i mean yeah. you made a commitment to yourself the night before and the first thing you've done in the morning is fail on something you said you were going to do yeah that may yeah. not seem a lot but like we said earlier the compound effect so you fail that uh, <clears throat> excuse me that's like that's a fail coronavirus so that's a fail then you 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 dawdle and you're late for the train so you run and you you get on the train but you're knackered there's another mini fail right you get into work late another little fail You've, you've done something else. You've dropped your tea down yet. Another fail. And they all add up. And it's that, it's that where you get it, that attitude of, oh, it's just one thing after another today. And you become that person that says, yeah. it's just one thing after another. Oh, today's going to be a really bad day. How do you know that? Well, I have a bad start to the morning. Well, that, well yeah. it's going to be bad now because you're telling yourself that. Thoughts, behavior, results, you know. Um, so, yeah. So, so routine, morning routine, I think, is, is, is um, kind of essential really so we've got step one is um change of state yeah step two routine create step a routine three. and that routine has to involve so if we think about a weekly routine it has to involve exercise and if, if in my personal opinion that exercise has to involve lifting weights at to some degree I'm not saying you need to turn into he-man but physical strength equals mental strength right yeah and without fail i i i, I defy anyone to leave the gym after pushing some weights out. And again, this isn't saying you've got to get massive to feel good in your head at all. But I defy anyone to leave the gym after a decent, you know, getting your pump on, right? And not feel good, not feel upright, not feel more confident. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. No, 100%, 100%. It's up, it's hard. Because every time you're pushing something and doing like, Say you make a lift that you didn't think you could lift, yeah. bang it to win. Mm. If you increase your reps, bang it to win. If you increase your sets, bang, like it's just it, it, it's like a, an accumulation of wins, isn't it? And those and those just like those wins you said there, making your bed every morning is a win. Yeah. Getting up, having yeah. a cold shower, it's a win. People say, Phil, what, why are we doing this cold shower? Tell me the science. And there's loads of science to back up, physiology to back up having cold shower, right? There's loads yeah. of things. But aside from all of that. You've done something good for yourself in the morning. Which puts you, which puts you in an uncomfortable or, or, or dis, what's the word? Uncomfortable position. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, it, it gives you some discomfort that you're overcoming instantly. 
in your brain, your brain's like, hold on a second. I'm now getting, I've done something that's uncomfortable, but I breathe and we're getting into it. And we could go off on a tangent. I couldn't yeah. mean about, about the cold stuff, but um, you're in the shower straight away. Oh, 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 oh. You know, you're, you're like shaking like a shitting dog. But then all of a sudden you start breathing. Oh, yeah. you can't, you bring it under control and you've brought an uncomfortable position into a comfortable one. And yeah. over time, it really isn't your life. Yeah. And over time, you get more comfortable being uncomfortable. So then all the weird things in real life, job interview, you got dumped, you crashed the car, uncomfortable situations, you can handle better. You know, yeah. and this isn't to say just have a cold shower every day and life is going to be bloody roses, rosy, but it's another tool to add into the armory. You know? Yeah, 100%. Well, I, so, I used the cold shower thing for... I was doing an abseil um, on Millsborough Transporter Bridge yeah. and I was pulling my pants because I was going, I'd done it backwards, but I was doing it forwards, face first, looking yeah. at the ground. So I'd like fall forwards. And um, I was like predicting that if I'm coming down, I'm going to start panicking. Mm. And I was like, what does panicking feel like? Your heart's pounding, cold sweats. Um, you can't really escape it that well. Like, it, that adrenaline starts pumping around your body, your senses are heightened. And I thought, how can I practice in that? And that's why I started cold showers because that cold hits you, your heart starts pounding, your hands start going funny, you start, like your awareness goes wild. And yeah. then if you can calm it within the shower, that meant for me, when I was up there, if I if I was to experience those emotions, I would calm them the same way and I'd be fine. So so what you're saying there, mate, is basically you created a simulated experience that would yeah. reenact one that happens in real life. Do you know what yeah. I think is good as well for that? So people who suffer, and I'm not saying this as in this is going to cause panic attacks, but panic attacks, right? I used to, I think looking back, have these mild panic attacks on public transport when I was younger, really, really weird. Um, but I think something that can, when, when, you're, when you're in that state, slightly panicking, right? With me, it was like being on, a, on a, in, in an enclosed um, yeah, yeah. Tube train, right? Or tube. I start sweating, heart rate goes up, breathing rate goes up, and and you're starting to you're looking for the way out, right? Yeah, yeah. Something that I think, look with the knowledge I've got now, right? After all these years of, of training and, and learning, whatever, that could really help that people with that who suffer from panic attacks is Bikram yoga, right? Now I know that sounds really really weird, and this is nothing to do with the stretching, but for me, I'm used to not be particularly good in hot places, right? Where yeah. I can't get out and now there's no pool or there's no air. So you, you're like, not designed for it, Phil. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> you weren't made for hot environments. You're right, mate. Tasty ginger men weren't. You're right. Bold. Ginger man. There's nothing ginger about me. There's a little bit in here, tin. Fucking ginger. Stop saying tin. that. Like you, no, there's nothing wrong with them unless you put them in the sun. Then they're gonna get burned. <laughs> anyway, I'm not ginger. So anyway, um, um, uh, what was I saying? Bit cram. But when I go in there, right, it's an hour and ninety minutes long. Ninety minutes is a long time. Stretching, which I'm thinly crap at anyway, so it's hard. And seriously roasting hot for a pasty blonde guy. <laughs> but seriously, but you can't leave. But you can't leave. So I remember when I, um, oh, I've been quite a few times now, but when I first started, I was like, holy shit, this is so hot. How, I've only been here 20 minutes. How am I going to last this? But um, it forces me to then have to control my temperature, to breathe through it. And I was using the skills I've got, meditated for a couple of years now. You're, you're, I know you're the same. Yeah. And I use the skills that I've got to just calm myself. And if I can learn, let's look, look what happens in Bikram. You sweat loads. You get really, really hot. And I start to panic a little bit. Exactly the same does, as does the heat in an enclosed space. Does the heat get hotter? Does it actually get hotter? Or is it like set at a temperature and it's kept at that temperature and those things? I think it just stays as it is. Yeah. I think I think it stays as it is. But my, so it's, like a, it's that mental battle, like what you're seeing and you're yeah. reducing. Okay, it's not getting hotter as you go. It's just in there and it's just roasting. And we're moving, yeah. your body temperature goes up a little bit anyway, right? But... Um, if I, you know, I, and this is a, a tip for anyone watching, right? If you, if you can learn to control your, how you feel, 
in, an, in a simulating environment like that, then that is a transferable skill that you will be able to use in any environment, you know? Yeah. So, so, yeah. so if I can control my temperature and sweating and um, that, that feeling that I want to panic and I practice it, because it's practicing, these skills are just a, yeah. a, a learn, right? Confidence is built as well, isn't it? The same thing, it's like confidence, yeah, it's the same thing. Um, so it's, um, so yeah, so it's that, that, how can you simulate the feelings of anxieties in a controlled environment where everything's safe? You know, how can you, I don't know why I'm doing that, but how can you simulate that, those feelings? That must be an old woman's. <laughs> You must be used to feeling old people's conkers. Not conkers, whatever. The conkers? <laughs> conkers I would probably assimilate with men's yeah. things. I'm not going to... say coconuts. Yeah. <laughs> coconuts. It's all got a bit weird now. We need to end this soon. But, but you see what I mean? And it's like getting comfortable being uncomfortable. And, um, and that's how, in my opinion, you one can help themselves to become more confident, become to experience anxiety less, to experience overwhelm less by training. So I think. There you have it. So we and Phil, especially what we've just been talking about there, is just normal. We're just normal. This is where we start this. We're just normal people. We have been both. I have a different story to Phil. We've both been through some shit. Phil has experienced a hell of a lot. He's been through a hell of a lot and he's come through what, what people say to come through the other end. And um, we still experience those times, but we have little tools that we can use to be able to cope with those emotions. Yeah. Yeah. The other thing to remember as well is that, you know, your, your brain training, your, your mind training, how you feel, training, how you think it, it's, it's not something that's just going to happen by meditating for 10 minutes once a week and then in a month's time you're sort of bloody enlightened and you're whatever else you know it's it's just the same as if as the physical self you go to the gym it takes you a while to change how what you look like right it's the same yeah. with your mind and and you we both have known this for, for a long time right you've got to continue you've got to be consistent you've got to train yeah. train your mind man and and, and, it, and it, 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 it it's trainable it's malleable it can be changed um but a lot of people don't see that i think a lot of people think no that's the way it is now yeah. my genetics i'll always be anxious i'll always have no confidence i'll always feel inferior or whatever and i'll never change and that is that's a, a um, yeah not a good way to be thinking i don't think it's a fixed in growth mindset thing isn't it yeah. i think it's something that needs to be experienced so it, like and it comes from those them routines like you were talking about earlier. So doing those routines, doing those wins and stacking up those wins, being aware of those wins. And it actually shows you that you can do things and get a different result than what you thought. Yeah. And then that repetitively happens over like a period of time. And then that shows you, gives you clear evidence and facts that you can essentially really do like whatever you want to do when you do actually put your mind to it. Yeah. Yeah, and that's not sounding. That's not sounding like someone who's saying, "Hey, just be what you want, man," or trying to, you know, live with your head in the clouds. It's kind of real talk, isn't it? It's yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. The other one more thing I'll add is to, um, and I know you're a fan of this as well. Read Stoic philosophy, and people are going to be like, "What philosophy?" Daily Stoic. It's a great book. Yeah, read it. Oh, amazing. I actually have to. There it is. <laughs> yeah. Get that book. And Talk read. about having it to hand. Yeah, there it is. It's in his hand. Get that book. Will I, read, will I read today's? Yeah, read today's out. I'm a really bad out loud reader. Right, everyone. Once in, again, get the tea on and let's have a listen. And when I read, I read every single word. So even if I'm reading in my head, I read every single word. So this, if I, if this was a real life book, it would take us like a year to read. Yeah, but I think if you this read, to read, take if year, read something out loud like this, it's quite a good idea to read every single word. Surely. Yeah, don't true. mix words I, out. I like that, yeah, yeah. Otherwise, but saying, <laughs> don't say every third word. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. but I'm, what I'm saying is I can't scan read. Uh, um, right, so... I'm not good with grammar now. This, this is a hard. Want me to read it? So I go and get mine. No, I'm going to read it because I've committed. I may wish to be free from torture, but if the time comes for me to endure it, 
I'll wish to bear it courageously, with bravery and with honour. Wouldn't I prefer not to fall into war? But right, if that, war... Is that the first quote? Is that the quote that they say? No, it's a bit bigger. It's still good. Okay. Just so it it starts, sorry, because this is going to sound confusing as hell, man. This book, every day, there's a different, um, like, one page of philosophy to read, okay? So they start off with a quote from a famous philosopher, from Greek philosopher, from back and in... And then explain it. And then they explain it in normal to understand us yeah. language. So bear with him. So, so this is the quote. But if war does not, be, if war does befall me, I wish to carry noble with the wounds, starvation and other necessary necessities of war. Neither am I so crazy as to desire illness, but if I must suffer illness, I wish to do nothing rash or dishonorable. The point is not to wish for these adversities, but for the virtue that makes adversities bearable. So a bit like what we were just saying, like you've got to kind of learn to adapt to them and, and, and handle them, isn't it? So I'll read what they say anyway. President James Garfield was a great man, raised in a humble circumstances, self-educated and eventually a Civil War hero, who, whose presidency was cut short by an assassin bullet. In his brief time in office, he faced a bitly divided country, as well as a bitly and internally divided Republican Party. During one fight, which he challenged the very authority of his office, he stood firm, telling an advisor, of course I can deprecate war, but if it is brought to my door, the bringer will find me at home. That's what Seneca is saying here. We'd be crazy to want to face difficulty in life, but we'd be equally crazy to pretend that it isn't going to happen. Um, which is why when it knocks on our door, as it is very well, as a very as a very well made this morning, let's make sure we're prepared to answer. Not the way that we or when we're a surprise visitor comes late at night, but in the way we are when we're waiting for an important guest, dressed in the right headspace, ready to go. That is exactly, so if anyone didn't really understand that, that is exactly what we were saying earlier, about difficult times are always going to happen. That's kind of what life is. Yeah. Difficult, like shit goes on. Okay, tough stuff is going to happen. Your cat is going to die at some point, right? You might break your leg, you'll get burgled. Things, things go on, don't they? Yeah. Rather than when they occur, you're like, oh, oh, I don't know what to do, I don't know what to do, I don't know what to do. Create a state of mind that is prepared to deal with it. Yeah. You know? Be battle ready, isn't it? Be battle ready, that's exactly it. Yeah. yeah. That's not a bad quote to finish on. No, it's not me neither, it's Aunt Middleton's. <laughs> hey, none of what we've said is ours. Don't fucking give the game away. You just copied everyone else. It's all good, man. It's all good. But uh, I think I think we should wrap it up there. Don't know why, mate. Don't know why. I'm getting hungry. So, thank you very much for tuning in. Let me know in the comments if because we're going to share this on Facebook. Let me know in the comments what you thought of the podcast. Yeah. And um, let all of your friends know and and and, and share yeah. it with everybody. Give it a share. Uh, yeah. Keep listening. Keep tuned in. There's going to be more to come. And this is, if I remember correctly, up to now the name. Phil and Lee's Amazingly Brilliant Podcast. Is that true? I think that's a good name, isn't it? I like that name. Yeah. 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 I think we should get some sort of Phil and Lee's Amazingly Brilliant Mental Health Podcast. Yeah. Good. There you go. Just to make it a little bit bigger. Yeah. That's good. And give it a topic name. We haven't got a name, but we're working on it. So up to now, that's what it is. Yeah, yeah. So I'm Lee Hogoff. I'm Phil If you want to follow my things. I'm at Lee Hogarth Fitness. The captions are going to be below. Lee Hogarth Fitness on Instagram and Lee Hogarth Fitness on Facebook. And this is Mr. Phil Highland. At the Phil Highland. It's down there. Give us a follow. Um, yeah, that's it really. If there's anything, any feedback on this, right? Because we are just two morons at the end of the day, filming ourselves, talking Speak about it. Speak Um... I can't even understand what he, I can't even understand what he said then. Um, <laughs> but we are just a couple of guys with a lot of lot to say. If there's anything you want to know about or hear us talk about from our own little standpoint, then then give us a shout. Let us know. If there's any or any feedback, good or bad, whatever, just just um just let us know, you know? And we can um we can talk about it. Excellent, Dante. 
And from that, I <laughs> I don't know where the shit comes from. It it just pops out of my brain and out of my mouth, and who knows? That's what happens. Who knows? <laughs> that's right. why I've got no listeners. Right, Moth. Peace.